While the country has been set on course for imminent collapse, old yeller Biden staggers forward with his job approval rating at 33%. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. His campaign of delusion leaning on abortion. The reason women are being forced to travel out of state This is going to go on for a while. They got this plan. Paranoid fantasies of threats to democracy. One thing that the president does not do is insult insult voters uh, or American people. Nothing but articles, articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for his Stop writing country. those articles. It doesn't matter. And Look it's at not. Him. He has vitriol for them. And so does MSNBC and so does CNN and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't like fellow Americans, and it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. That all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community, for their children to have prosperity, they want the same thing. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic while waging war on the technologically driven workforce of 70 million independent contractors, a boneheaded move that can only further damage the future of the shrinking American economy. We're fundamentally changing the economy in this country, and everybody's getting a little worried about it. Old Yeller limps ever forward, begging to be fact-checked as he barks one lie after another. Over the last year, Prices are down on everyday items from a gallon of gasoline to a gallon of milk. And folks are beginning to feel it. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Consumer prices are up nearly 14%. Gasoline is up 39.1%. And while an infinite number of illegals line up to receive Obamacare, the number of American citizens without health insurance went down by 4.2 million. Publicly held debt is up 13.7%. And the amount of citizens on food stamps has increased. Adding to old Yeller's inevitable reckoning with the data, his main handler, Barack Obama, is reportedly panicking, begging old Yeller to drop out while frantically playing musical chairs with his aides. Old Yeller hasn't just angered MAGA Republicans with vitriol aimed at millions of Americans free to vote for whoever they choose. Democracy means rejecting and repudiating political violence, regardless of party. Such violence is never, never, never acceptable in America. It's undemocratic. And it must never be normalized to advance political power. And everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. Old Yeller has managed to anger disgusted parents, foreign dignitaries, minorities. They're going to put you all back in chains. Democrats. Get your work straight, Jack. Independence and everyday Americans. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of sh All right, thank now, you. Now, guys. shush. Shush. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots.
Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. He may have a dim clue that he's going to get what's coming to him from God Almighty before the Biden show drives off the cliff. How is Bald Radio in your son Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? No, I don't know. Were you? No. That said, Old Yeller's tenure has proven one thing. The compromised uniparty sex club known as Congress is ill-prepared to deal with the overwhelming sabotage of the highest offices of the United States from within. So these parties are like, it gets hot and heavy. Yeah. It's like in- Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game, criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. You. you want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones' New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! It's Friday, January 26th, in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this Friday edition of The American Journal. Very excited to be here with you. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We are going to be welcoming Gabrielle Clark in the third hour. We'll be opening up the phone lines nice and early today. I think we'll also do a, a Twitter space today as well. Didn't do one yesterday because we had just too much news to cover. We still have a lot of news today. Of course, developments on the Texas-Mexico border, developments in the Middle East, and some just inexplicable policy decisions from the Biden administration. We have a lot to cover. Let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 26th of January, 2024. Our first story, Biden set to announce new liquid natural gas export ban after White House met with the Gen Z climate warrior. Believe it or not. In a statement released by the White House briefing website, President Biden said early Friday, quote, my administration is announcing today a temporary pause on pending decision of liquefied natural gas exports with the exception of unanticipated and immediate natural nat- national security emergencies. During this period, we'll take a hard look at the impacts of LNG exports on energy costs, American uh, energy security and our environment. This pause on new LNG approvals sees the climate crisis for what it is, the existential threat of our time. An existential threat of our time. 
Biden, or maybe his speechwriters, justified the new strategy by hyping climate doom, indicating, quote, in every corner of the country and the world, people are suffering, suffering the devastating toll of climate change. It's like a little bit colder some places and a little bit warmer others. Dear God, shut off the liquid natural gas. Shut it off now. According to the New York Times, ahead of the decision, the Biden team met with Alex Harus, a 25-year-old Colorado social media influencer who has led a social media campaign against LNG projects in the Gulf. As a reminder, 2023 saw U.S. seaborne crude exports average 4 million barrels a day, an all-time high, and up 19% year-on-year. In volumetric terms, the story has been all about Europe this year, said Reid Lanson, a senior commodity analyst at Kepler, uh, told Frightwaves. And we'll get into this a little bit more. Even Bloomberg is decrying this and warning about the horrible outcome. The pause is set to at least temporarily stall projects in development, including Commonwealth LNG, Energy Transfer LP, Venture Gold LNG uh, Incorporated facilities planned in Louisiana noting that basically billions of dollars worth of infrastructure and and business plans are being ground to a halt because someone in Biden's team met with a 25-year-old social media influencer who is apparently now directing our energy policy based on the, the fever dream paranoia of a bunch of cult members. It's pretty wild. Biden also noted, we will not cede to special interests except the climate change agenda, except the climate change agenda, which is in fact a very special interest to which they're willing to sacrifice literally everything, everything, your, your freedom, your ability to exist, your food. I mean, just everything is on the altar of uh, the climate God, but they don't even think that that's worth mentioning. But yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more later, get into the Bloomberg article where they just lay out exactly how devastating this liquid natural gas ban will be. It's all just so very, very stupid. Meanwhile, Alabama executes a man with nitrogen gas for the first time. Alabama executed a convicted murderer with nitrogen gas Thursday, putting him to death with the first-of-its-kind method and once again placed the U.S. at the forefront of the debate over capital punishment. The state said the method would be humane, but critics call it cruel and experimental. Officials said Kenneth Eugene Smith, 58, was pronounced dead at 8.25 p.m. in an Alabama prison after breathing pure oxygen uh, gas through a face mask to cause oxygen deprivation. It marks the first time that a new execution method has been used in the United States since lethal injection. Now the most commonly used method was introduced in 1982. Apparently this guy somehow survived a previous attempt to execute him, which is pretty wild. This time he was successfully executed. Again, I don't see that uh, mentioned here, but yeah, apparently he... They, they, tr- they couldn't find a vein for him last time. They couldn't find a vein for him last time to do the uh, lethal injection. Yep. Yeah. So this time they stuck a mask on him, let him breathe nitrogen gas. That's different than... That's not laughing gas, is it? Nitrogen gas? No. That's something else. No, the same stuff that's in our atmosphere, 70% they of it. They didn't kill him with uh, whippets. The execution took about 22 minutes from the time between the opening and closing of the curtains to the viewing room. Smith appeared to remain conscious for several minutes. 
For at least two minutes, he appeared to shake and writhe on the gurney, sometimes pulling against the restraints. This was followed by several minutes of heavy breathing until breathing was no longer perceptible. Uh, yeah, people decrying this, saying it's cruel and unusual. I say just, just go back to hanging. I mean, what is the, you know, what's the deal here? Just, just hang the guy. Does it really matter? You're killing him. You're killing him dead. Hanging is probably the most, you know, merciful way to do that, except for like a guillotine maybe, but we don't usually chop heads off here in America. But yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even get what the big deal is about this. We'll, we'll cover again a little bit later the, the, the leftist outrage at this. Uh, by the way, he was executed for the murder-for-hire killing of a 44-year-old woman in 1988, uh, in which he, if I recall correctly, uh, broke into her house and beat her to death with a uh, fireplace poker. So, actually, now that I think about it, the more suffering, the better. Actually, now that I've had time to consider things, I think hanging is too merciful. I say go with the least reliable execution method method you got for people like that. Meanwhile, in the Middle East, some very bizarre changes in policy. U.S. and Iraq agree to start talks to end presence of U.S.-led coalition. The United States and Iraq have agreed to start talks on the future of the U.S.-led military coalition in Iraq with the aim of setting a timetable for a phased withdrawal of troops and the coalition's end, both governments have announced. The U.S. has a, had a continuous presence in Iraq since the 2003 invasion. U.S. combat forces left in 2011, but thousands of troops returned in 2014 to help the Iraqi government found ISIS. I'm sorry, defeat ISIL. In the years since, the presence of U.S. forces who have remained there to conduct counter, counter, that's with a quotation marks there, ISIL missions and training, which has been a lightning rod for increasingly influential faction of Iran-aligned militias and politicians in Iraq. So basically we're in talks now to withdraw from Iraq and uh, basically withdraw from the Middle East overall, including Syria as well. Which, again, is sort of exactly what we predicted here as soon as Israel started bombing Gaza. And we just sort of game-planned it out. And, of course, this was the threat of Hassan Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, who's basically like, you can tell Israel to stop right now, or this can keep going until America is completely banished from the Middle East, and you won't have a foothold here anymore. You'll have no influence over this ultimately important center of the civilized world. And I guess we chose uh, that latter path. We chose the path of just undoing everything we've gained in the Middle East over the last several decades. I'm in favor of this. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like retreating in disgrace and weakness. It would have been better if we'd left 10 years ago as the victors. But everything the Biden administration does is just pathetic beyond description. Meanwhile, so we're leaving Iraq, we're leaving Syria, apparently. We're withdrawing, we're in agreements, we're in talks to get out of there. I don't know where we're going to go. I mean, I think this means we're just leaving the Middle East entirely. However, there's now a dramatic arms agreement between the United States and Israel. Three new squadrons will be provided to the IDF. Thousands of armaments will arrive by air, train, air and train in the coming days. The U.S. and Israel have signed a huge deal, the details of which are un. Uh, are unveiled in this 
Hebrew newspaper, so the, the translation is not exactly right, but we do have the numbers. There will be 25 F-35 aircraft, 25 F-15 IA squadron aircraft, 12 combat Apache helicopters, and thousand, many thousands of armaments that are expected to arrive in the coming days. So they're gearing up for the big one, folks. They're gearing up for the big war. Israel's announced that Iran is now a legitimate target for bombing and attacks. America was simultaneously discussing withdrawing from Syria and Iraq while carrying out major military operations in both of those states. And we are selling 50 fighter jets, 12 Apache helicopters, and thousands of other small arm armaments to Israel, again, in preparation for a massive all-out conflict in the Middle East, which no people actually want, no citizens of any countries actually desire, but it is the desire of those people in charge, and you can see they're just, they're just doing it. They're just doing it. So we, it seems like we're rapidly running out of time to prevent this cataclysmic nightmare of World War III that is absolutely a choice that the people in charge of Israel and America are making. She just could stop at any time. She could not do World War III, but that's not the choice they've made. So we're driving headlong into it. And so I expect the propaganda machine is about to ramp up to levels that nobody would ever expect. So maybe, maybe today we'll go back and look at the way that the American public was turned and twisted and coerced into approving of American involvement in World War I and World War II, both of which included extremely sophisticated, widespread, ubiquitous in terms of the American media market, onslaughts of propaganda from British intelligence. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit. There's a book on it called Desperate Deception, which lays out how prior to World War II, 90% of Americans wanted nothing to do with it. Of course, we know that that's why they had to do Pearl Harbor. That's why they had to allow and create the conditions for Pearl Harbor to happen in order to convince Americans that we'd been attacked and we had to respond out of our own safety. But even prior to that, you had hundreds of British agents in America stationed, headquartered in the Rockefeller Center in New York City, publishing books, writing newspaper articles, running TV shows, just infiltrating into every strata of society in order to push the mass of the American public towards a war that they wanted nothing, they wanted no part of. So I guess the question is now, do we even still have a representative republic that even cares to convince us to go to war? Or are we just going to go to war regardless of what Americans think and let the chips fall where they may? I think both possibilities are troubling. Finally, of course, we have this. This is a follow-up to the major story yesterday. Republican governors banned together issue joint statements supporting Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. This from the Republican Governors Association. 25 Republican governors released the following joint statement in support of Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Texas constitutional right to self-defense. The statement comes as the Biden administration continues to attack Texas and refuses to take action or responsibility for the crisis at the border. And yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get into uh, get into this right now. I'll read that statement in just a second. I know we have some uh, videos on this as well that we'll pull up. 
So things have developed fairly rapidly. And one by one, Republican, every Republican governor at this point has issued statements of support. Some have sent National Guard troops. We can show you a map of that here in just a second. The Biden administration is being pressured by the leftist, socialist, communist infiltrators in the American Congress to seize the Texas National, uh, National Guard from Greg Abbott. And of course, as we pointed out yesterday, with all these other states cooperating, what does that mean? These are going to take over every state? The federal government is just going to capture every state's state guard? And it's not even the state guard. It's the National Guard, which can, in extreme circumstances, in emergency measures, can be taken over by the federal government. But as was explained by Dan Miller on this show yesterday, and I've seen confirmed multiple times by talking heads on, on Twitter and, and cable news, there is the state guard, which is not within the federal purview whatsoever, and it would not be that difficult of a transition to move the responsibilities of protecting the border from the National Guard, should it be federalized, to the state guard, which has no mechanism for federalization. And finally, again, you know, people are coming around. You know, InfoWars, it's, it's pretty funny how we just, if we just say what needs to be said months and months ago, and we just have to sit here patiently waiting on the, on the edge of acceptable discourse for everybody else to come around. We've got things like this from Not the Bee, why we need an asylum moratorium in the U.S. and Europe. It's the argument I've been making for three years. It's not that complicated. It's pretty obvious, actually. If you're running some sort of charity that's supposed to benefit sick children, but instead you have a bunch of healthy adults showing up and you know, taking all the food you're offering or stealing all the money that you've uh, collected for these poor sick children, if it's not poor sick children receiving it, but rather grown adults who just show up and go, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 12, I have cancer, and just taking a lot of money. It's like, okay, we have to stop this now. Now nobody gets anything. It sucks because we liked having a charity for the children, but you people keep abusing our generosity, so now nobody gets anything. So now people are making that argument about asylum. It's obvious if you have this emergency procedure for extenuating circumstances where a government is hunting down its own people and they're trying to escape, and you go, okay, well, we don't have time to go through the normal process. Just get in here. We'll sort everything out later. And instead, it's tens of thousands of grown men from Haiti just hanging out on the border, you know, waiting to come in. Yeah, we got to shut the whole thing down. The whole thing's got in. The whole thing's got to be shut down. It's a shame, but it's not our fault for shutting it down. It's their fault for taking advantage of what could have been a good thing. People are recognizing that. People are coming around to that. There's also been a very disturbing, or as Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson puts it, very sobering letter from the former FBI, Homeland Security, and other law enforcement officials describing the chilling reality of the totally open border and the possibility or perhaps near inevitability of bad actors, militants crossing our border in an unknown and massive fashion. Trump has called for all willing states to deploy National Guard to Texas border and start the deportations. Former President Donald Trump posted to his Truth Social account that he's encouraging all willing states to deploy their National Guard to Texas to prevent entry of illegal immigrants. He made the call to do so after 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott declared an invasion and invoked Texas' right to self-defense, the first article of the Constitution. At least 14 states have signaled supporting Texas in its efforts. Now that number is up to 25. But what Donald Trump said was, when I was president, we had the most secure border border in history. Joe Biden has surrendered our border and is aiding and abetting a massive invasion of millions of illegal migrants into the United States. Instead of fighting to protect our country from this onslaught, Biden is unbelievably fighting to tie the hands of Governor Abbott in the state of Texas so that the invasion continues unchecked. In the face of this national security, public safety, and public health catastrophe, Texas has rightly invoked the invasion clause of the Constitution and must be given full support to revel, repel the invasion. He goes on to say, we encourage all willing states to deploy their guards to Texas to prevent the, illegal in- the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. All Americans should support this common sense measure by Texas authorities to protect the safety, security, and sovereignty of Texas and of the, United- and of the American people. When I'm president on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand in hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border, and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history. Those Biden has let in should not get comfortable because they will be going home. Very powerful stuff. And of course, many Republican uh, Congress, or uh, I'm sorry, many Republican governors have heeded his call and have uh, either sent out words of support or actually sent troops to support Texas. The Republican Governors Association issued this statement yesterday. President Biden and his administration have left Americans and our country completely vulnerable to unprecedented illegal immigration pouring across the southern border. Instead of upholding the rule of law and securing the border, the Biden administration has attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historic levels of illegal immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl, and terrorists entering our country. We stand in solidarity with our fellow governor, Greg Abbott, in the state of Texas in utilizing every tool and strategy, including razor wire fences, to secure the border. We do it in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already on the books and is illegally allowing mass parole across America of migrants who entered our country illegally. The authors of the U.S. Constitution made it clear that in times like this, states have a right to self-defense under Article 4, Section 4, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the U.S. Constitution. Because the Biden administration has abdicated its constitutional compact duties to the states, Texas has every legal justification to protect the sovereignty of our states and our nation. Very, very good to hear. This map is one of uh, many maps being constantly updated as things develop. This one from State of Appalachia at Appalachistan, (laughs) Appalachistani on X. And you've got here in red the, as he puts it, anti-federalist states, which means their current guard uh, deployment to Texas. And in that camp, you've got Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, and Virginia. In purple stands Kentucky, which says they've uh, deployed guards between 2021 and 2023, but have not issued a letter of support or a statement of support to Texas recently. Arizona has deployed guards to its own border, but none to Texas. And then all of these other striped red states have announced support, but have not deployed uh, soldiers to Texas. That includes Alaska, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, basically all of the good states, all of the good states, which uh, means most of the South, the Southeast, the Midwest, and the Northwest, not including Washington, Oregon, or California. So very interesting developments in the 
coming civil war? I don't know. I don't know what this is exactly, but it is very exciting. We have lots of videos to show you on the other side of uh, people commenting on this and what their uh, input is. We'll also read that again, as, as Senator Ron Johnson puts it, very sobering letter from the former FBI, Homeland Security, and other law enforcement officials as people within the federal government are basically saying, no uncertain terms, the Biden administration has actively encouraged, facilitated, and allowed a full-scale military invasion of our country. And the people in charge of the security of our country are terrified at the implications of this. We'll be back on the other side. Stay with us. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way that we'll be able to remain on air and years ahead of the rest of the conservatives in this country as we slowly but surely, like a tugboat towing a cruise ship, pull them in the right direction. We'll be right back. My friends, Alex Jones here to tell you about some of the most important information concerning you and your family's health. Radiation levels have more than doubled in the last 60 years in the Northern Hemisphere from all of the nuclear testing and radiological accidents. Radioactive contamination is now in most of the food supply. There's only two ways to avoid this. Move south of the equator or properly protect your thyroid with nascent iodine. Looking to protect my family, I've done deep research. Nascent iodine is the purest, cleanest, absolute best form of iodine to protect yourself and your family. It's made right here in the USA, completely non-GMO. I searched out the best quality and now have developed a double strength form of nascent iodine exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com. Nascent iodine is on record as one of the only safe ways to detox from fluoride poisoning. Survival Shield Nascent Iodine. Secure your super high quality nascent iodine today at InfoWarsLife.com. That's InfoWarsLife.com. The best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. One great author once said, and it's totally true. You know, I've been on air 30 years. It'll be 30 years in April. And people always ask me, what is the silver bullet? What's the master plan? What's the one big deadly stroke that'll take down the globalists? And the answer is, only Jesus Christ has that power. I don't have that power. I've noticed in my life, whether you're cutting down a tree or cleaning your garage or raising a child, it's hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands of actions, just like plowing a field, that brings the solution. And there's a rhythm to the work. It's not like it's slavery. To, to do manual labor or to cook dinner for your children a thousand times, it's a pleasure. Or to instruct them how to skin a buck, run a trot line, use a bow and arrow, shoot a gun, do mathematics, learn how to negotiate a business deal. It's those struggles that make us who we are. So InfoWars has delivered in royal flush. And I wanna be very clear, that glory goes to God but secondarily to you. None of this would have happened without you believing in what we're doing and standing with us. And we've now really changed the world. That said though, folks, I don't have some silver bullet. There's not one little thing we do and some magic word we say, abracadabra, and the new order goes down. But it is the supporting the show, praying for the show, spreading the word about the broadcast that has already dealt the enemy a grievous blow. 
And again, we don't get funded by George Soros or billionaires, the New World Order. We get funded by selling products. I never thought about this 25 years ago, starting selling products or longer. Oh, I'm going to sell really good stuff so they love it and buy it again. I thought, what's quality? What's good? I, I, I just treated you like I wanted to be treated. But now I'm older, 50 years old, I can look back and say, that was a good business strategy. That's the old America strategy where stuff lasted decades, didn't fall apart right away. I mean, people wanted quality. So if you want the best supplements, the best books, the best films, some great t-shirts, I'm going to say they're the best, I design them, they're okay. They're all at InfoWarsStore.com. We got some big specials going on right now on the Real Red Pill Plus and on DNA Force Plus. 50% off of them together, and so much more. Get a Team Humanity shirt. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. But I just want to thank you for your past support and ask you now, at the critical juncture, at the heart of the battle, to take action, especially if you've never bought anything at Enforcer.com, and go try it out for yourself. Whether it's X2, you name it, it's all excellent. Please support us. Thanks for your consideration. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Well, as Ron Paul would famously say, it's happening. 26 states, including Texas, are now standing against the tyrant Joe Biden's disillusion of the southern U.S. border and Biden's announcement that he wants to seize control of the state guard, not so they can stop an invasion, but so that they will not stop an invasion. This is so historical, and, and, and by the hour, more states are joining us. In fact, some expect Democrats to now join this. Every Republican governor has now joined Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, all of them the governor of Florida, the governor of Virginia, the governor of Arkansas, the list goes on and on. This is a historic moment. It's in the Constitution, the right to self-defense, massive human smuggling, sex trafficking, it's all happening. And now peacefully, we see the state standing up against Joe Biden who told illegal aliens, when I win the election, immediately surge the border. What I would do as president is several more things, because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. I would change the order that the president just changed, saying women who were being beaten and abused could no longer claim that as a reason for asylum. So we'll continue to track all of this at InfoWars.com forward slash show. And on my broadcast tomorrow, we're going to be getting into great detail on all this, the Friday edition of the show. But this has the power structure in full panic. If I was the globalist, I would stage an attack on migrants somewhere on the border to demonize this opposition because this is really illustrating the treason that's going on and the ongoing impeachment proceedings against Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of DHS, and, and all the other incredible developments that are happening. But this is what it's all about. The states coming together, the people coming together, not to dissolve the republic, it's the UN-run globalist government that's doing that, but to reconstitute 
our republic. It's in the Declaration of Independence. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Bill of Rights. It's not just our right. It's our duty to defend ourselves. And that's what's happening right now. So I salute all the states that have joined Texas. Um, Abbott's certainly not perfect by a long shot, but he's made the right move here. And he's forced this crisis out in the open against the globalists. So say what you want about Abbott or some of these other Republican governors. To have 25 of them lined up together repudiating the globalist puppet Joe Biden is beautiful, it's powerful, and it's very, very strong. Will this itself defend the border? Will this save the world? No. But this act of creating a constitutional focal point or a spotlight to point out the constitutional crisis is already happening is nothing but positive. So a real answer to prayers. Thank you so much for watching. Now, please share this link, and I'll see you tomorrow with the Friday edition at 11 a.m. Central, Infowars.com, forward slash show, stations across the country, and, of course, at Band.Video, as well as Real Alex Jones on X. While other networks like so that was a special report that Alex Jones filed uh, yesterday evening. Historic, all Republican governors stand or back Texas as they stand up against the Fed's border invasion. You can find and share that at band.video. But of course, uh, we're giving you all the updates here on American Journal, including some pretty stunning statements by former executives of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. But before we go to that, let's go to a couple other videos of some well-respected anti-globalists talking about this issue. First is uh, Tucker Carlson. He has a particular view on this having to do with the political outcomes, which is which I think is just one aspect of the overall attack, but he, he does at least hit this nail on the head, and uh, the numbers that he brings up are really worth meditating on. Clip number 11 here, Tucker Carlson laying out the illegal immigrant scam in 60 seconds. What are the numbers you need to understand? Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million, it's north of 22 million. 22 million. Mm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact mm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four. The largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and, and, and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. Are that you, is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate, period. So I think that's an, an obvious outcome of immigration, but that's looking at, at immigration through one particular lens, one particular angle, what the outcome will be electorally. But that's just one facet of a multifaceted series of consequences from the invasion. Obviously, the Democrats gained from this. I mean, we're seeing entire hordes of illegal immigrants all wearing Biden shirts and chanting for Biden as they come across. So obviously this is sort of like how Biden, by the way, against the demands of the Supreme Court, another little uh, area of ironic connection here, Biden basically buying votes by using your tax dollars to pay off student loans. Remember the Supreme Court said he couldn't do it, but now he's doing it anyway because they don't actually care about the Supreme Court. They don't actually listen to it if it goes against them. And if it 
goes against them routinely, then they threaten to basically abolish or pack it. So just all of their moralizing, all of their claims of our sacred democracy and, oh, my God, if Abbott is ignoring the Supreme Court. I can point out four times in the last year that the Democrats have celebrated completely ignoring decisions from the Supreme Court. So just tell them to stuff it. But it's it's very simple. Like this has been the poison of democracy since ancient Rome. They used to do it with corn, right? The corn dole. It was it was very simple back then. It's just as simple today. They're bribing people for votes. It's pretty simple. Vote for us. You get something for free. It's not that complicated. Vote for us. We'll pay off your student loan. Vote for us. We'll let you into the country and give you citizenship. It's a bribe. They're just using the power of the office that they've obtained to shower riches on people in exchange for their support. It's just corruption. That's all it is. It's just blatant corruption, and it is the poison pill that destroys democracies, and that's what they're doing. So, again, it's not that complicated. It's not that sophisticated that is happening at the same time you have to look at it holistically and you have to understand that this is an attack on america itself not just trying to get more democrat voters so they can win elections but destroying the racial demographic religious spiritual everything about america is being destroyed by this massive level of immigration and I think 22 million is probably a little bit low. They've been using that 11. Something happened in like the 80s where they figured out there were 11 million illegal immigrants. And that just became the number that everybody said for the next 40 years. Well, those 40 years have seen a continual stream of illegal immigrants. So how can it still be 11 million? It has to be at least 22 million. And we know at least six, maybe 12 million have passed in the last three years. So God only knows how many illegal immigrants there are in this country at this point. And I think the best way to figure that out is to uh, count them as we chuck them right back across the border. I think we can very systematically count and deport them over the next four years if we get Donald Trump into office. But I'm going to go to another video on the other side of Ron DeSantis making a statement about this, show you just the sheer level of of immigrants overwhelming systems as far from the southern border as Chicago and New York. And we'll talk about, you know, what's really behind this, because you have to understand it's not about voting. It's the same people that are letting in millions upon millions of migrants from all over the world that are also tearing down 187 year old Thomas Jefferson statues in New York City Hall that they just did. See, this is an attack for electoral points. They're not winning any electoral points by tearing down a statue of Thomas Jefferson. It's about the dismantling and degradation of our history and ourselves and our nation. And it's all combined. Two years ago, we began developing this game that came out so much better than even thought it would and is now a number one hit. I imagined the control freak left attacking it. But I didn't know that right when the game came out, with perfect timing, Elon Musk would release me on X. And the whole world will be waking up, and the Davos group will be confronted at their own events by world leaders calling out their tyranny. 
This is the planets aligning. And now, MSNBC, the corporate press, Media Matters, George Soros, they're all calling for it to be banned. Is there a way to counter the types of, uh, of hate that people like Alex Jones um, promote and now they do in video games? I mean, this is, this is a party that talks about video games being dangerous for our kids. And yet here he is with a video game that promotes violence. You will be silenced. And celebrates that kind of violence. You suck, big tech lizard nerd. Because let's be honest here, when he is talking about killing globalists, we know what globalist now means for the Republican Party and what that is code for. Because they understand they're reaching a bunch of young guys who are getting this sort of message beaten into them right now. Today, I'm playing the unhinged Alex Jones video game. I saw it was released on Steam, so I'm like, well, that kind of opens the floodgates. This game is actually really good fun. This is insane. Look at all the blood! Look at all these zombies! <laughs> okay. I'll eat your ass! Okay, so that is what he said. <laughs> I'll eat your ass! And I, I don't know what the characteristics of the game are beyond that he's involved and that it's killing globalists. This is the kind of thing that, that will become a normalization lever in teaching people, oh, I mean, it's okay to kill, it's okay to kill the globalists. This is pretty amazing. <laughs> jump around, jump around, jump shot. No. Ooh, 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 ooh. Alex Jones, you are a hero. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be Justin Trudeau, I think. Uh, come on, Mark. Oh, sh Mark Zuckerberg, kill oh, me. Look at him crawling away. Wait, what them dogs gonna do? They gonna eat. Oh, they ate his ass. Find out what they're scared of at alexjonesgame.com. Follow the link from there to Steam and download it and share it. It's 1776. It funds the info war. It is key in the culture war. We need to be engaged and involved in books and films and universities and Hollywood and everywhere. And we are. So get Alex Jones' New World Order Wars right now before they ban it. Make it such a big hit, they continue to sh** their f pants and all the control freaks i want to echo what elon musk said to your censorship go f yourselves hey let me start by saying you do a great show thank you hey let me point out that i took x2 iodine i started taking that stuff the best iodine i think i ever found is what you guys are selling when did you start taking and it I, about four years ago i had high blood pressure and i was on blood pressure medicine mm -hmm. and i started eating a little better but my blood pressure stayed high and when i took x2 iodine after about three or four weeks I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and... They didn't have the same effect, but so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I really had to resist doing some clockwork orange quotes right there. Angel trumpets and devil trombones. We're covering the, well, the, the breaking out of a second civil war, perhaps. We pray not, but it's awfully, looks, looks an awful lot like that, I should say. Still a lot more videos to go to. I'm going to read this uh, statement from the FBI that was not from the FBI, but from former law enforcement, FBI, Homeland Security and other officials about the just unimaginable danger that the Biden administration is putting all Americans in with their open border policy. We'll go to that in just a second. But first, I want to go to Ron DeSantis, who I, I pray has broken free of the clutches of whoever got him to run against Trump. Now, I saw somebody post repost this video that we're about to show you going, yeah, Ron Sands has just been doing this the whole time. His campaign, his campaign would have gone a lot differently. Like there's this weird thing when you go into campaign mode and suddenly you're having to listen to a bunch of advisors who are forced on you by the people that are funding your campaign. And suddenly you're not saying what you actually believe, but you're saying what they tell you, the polls say you should say, and you, everybody realizes you sound fake and it all just, it's a self-defeating sort of process. Now that he's free from that, now that he's dropped his campaign, it's almost like he can just speak freely again. And now instead of staged, highly choreographed campaign events, he's just talking into a phone and going off the cuff. And it's just so much more, it's refreshingly real. And uh, obviously his own words. So good to see Ron DeSantis uh, sort of... Um, Sort of like Lord Theoden, you know, waking up from the, the curse that Wormtongue had him under. Or was like, this king is not our king. This is something else. He's not acting right. He's not acting right. Well, finally, that, that brain worm has been pulled out of Ron DeSantis' ear, and he's just being himself again, which we love to see. Let's go now to clip number five, where Ron DeSantis asks, can the federal government defy the law? Here it is. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They put wire, they put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden's saying you got to take that down to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. And I remarked that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, and if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis -vis an invasion, and that's Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution. Uh, so so they're in the right. You also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many, many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien, they will not be given uh, over to ICE, and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books, and somehow that's viewed as okay. You have Texas, 
who's acting to enforce the laws on the books, to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so, so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not gonna be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course, and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. So again, very good to see. I feel like that guy should run for president. Is that just me? Just kidding. So yes, uh, every Republican governor has signed on to a letter pledging support for Greg Abbott. Some have actually sent troops to uh, defend the border. And this is shaping up to be a... uh, Something not going away anytime soon. And in fact, before we get to the letter from the former Homeland Security and all these other people talking about just what a gigantic danger all of this is, I thought this sort of rundown by Oren McIntyre on Twitter is very well well put. And basically, a response to a call from Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke says, Governor Greg Abbott is defending the border Basically, Biden should go to war with him. And in response, McIntyre says, we are entering a critical moment where the discipline of the regime will be tested. The leftist vanguard will attempt to initiate a reckless purity spiral, demanding the Biden administration crack down on Texas in order to retain its authority. And that's exactly what we're seeing with it's Beto O'Rourke and Kazar and Castro. I mean, these are all crypto communists. I mean, they're all Democratic socialists, they're socialists, they're, they're communists. It's the f- far left fringe of the Democratic Party that is making these demands that are insane, by the way. He continues, this is a nightmare for Biden. And when I say Biden, I mean the people who actually run his administration. He cannot be seen sending any kind of force with the explicit mission to open the border sort of gives away the game, especially in an election year. But this failure by D.C. to exert sovereignty would also be a classic sign of a regime which is mortally wounded and all the incompetent climbers in the Democratic Party can taste the blood in the water. My bet is on Biden sticking to lawfare and rhetoric, but there is a real possibility that the wild-eyed leftist zealots push him push this thing into a real crisis. At this point, Abbott isn't even technically denying a Supreme Court ruling, but that isn't what matters. And what he means by that was that the Supreme Court basically said that, yes, the feds are allowed to cut the barbed wire, but not that the Texas National Guard has to withdraw. They didn't say they have to stop putting down razor wire. So Abbott is still sticking to the letter of the law and abiding abiding by the decision, more or less. He's just not allowing it to go any farther than that. So that's what he means when he says this, when he says at this point, Abbott isn't technically even denying an SC ruling, but that isn't what matters. He says power is what matters, and at this moment, perception is power. I think cooler heads will prevail on the left this time, but the young radicals are not used to losing, and I don't think the regime can maintain coherence if tests of sovereignty become commonplace. So again, just pointing out the dangerous position that the incredible weakness of Biden and the Democrats overall have left his administration in. Now, here's a very, again, sobering letter, terrifying letter, a letter that should be getting a lot more attention than it is now. I mean, I've seen it posted a few right-wing places, but 
I mean, this is crazy. This is an insane letter. The subject is the United States is facing a new and imminent danger. Ron Johnson said that this is a letter from former FBI, Homeland Security, and other law enforcement officials describing the chilling reality of the president's open border being a clear and present danger to America. It says this. It's a letter to all the congressional leadership. It says, as former senior executives of the Federal Bureau of Investigation with deep experience combating dangers to the nation, we write to express our concern about a current specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious to ever menace the, the United States. The danger arises from the very nature of the threat itself. Wars and espionage and bombings and riots are sadly familiar delivery systems of instability, intimidation, and insecurity. The country has faced these and more throughout its history and held together, not without struggle. The threat we call out today is new and unfamiliar. In its modern history, the U.S. has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. Military-aged men from across the globe, many from countries or regions not friendly to the United States, are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, not by splashing ashore from a ship or parachuting from a plane, but rather by foot across a border that has been accurately advertised around the world as largely unprotected with ready access granted. It would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our border of what is comparatively, of what is comparatively a multi-division army of single young adult males from hostile nations whose and regions whose background, intent, and allegiance is completely unknown. They include individuals encountered by border officials and then possibly released into the country along with a shockingly high estimate of, quote, gotaways, meaning those who have entered and evaded apprehension. In light of such a daunting, unprecedented penetration by uninvited foreign actors, it is reasonable to assert that the country possesses dramatically diminished national security at this time. The nation's military and laws and other natural protective barriers that have provided traditional security in the past have been thoroughly circumvented over the last three years. And it goes into the uh, demographics of those crossing over. But, I mean, I wonder where this letter was 10 years ago. But good, good. We're finally getting around to it. Now, three years in... After having allowed tens of millions of these people to cross, finally, the people who are charged with the security of our nation are speaking up and saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't allow an army tens of millions strong to infiltrate our border. By permission. I mean, this is just suicide as a nation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. We're boldly fighting the tyrants. We're fearlessly taking on the new world order. We're not backing down. And we've got amazing products at the same time. And I want to just ask God to convict your heart out there to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Winter Sun, highest rated, quality, organic, D3, all, I see almost all, but it's been, the studies is all, viral replication and spread happens because of lack of vitamin D3. And we got the best there is. Under the tongue, a dropper. Take a few drops a day, especially in the winter. Go get it at InfoWarsStore.com. Go get our supercharge special, about to end, because we're about to sell it at DNA Force Plus. 50% off DNA Force Plus when you get it with the real red bill, and it's selling out too, but not as quick as DNA Force. It'll be sold out within days. That's there. Supercharge your body's defenses. Infowarstore.com. Get our newest product from Dr. Jones Naturals, which is 
Next level foundational energy, the highest quality methylfolate. Most white people, particularly Northern Europeans, have a real problem in their cells. And you can look this up yourself, processing folic acid. That's what Popeye eats the spinach. That's strong in folic acid. You know, a lot of birth defects are caused by lack of folic acid. Strong to the finish, because I eat my spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> well, if, if you want to Popeye the Sailor Man, go get Next Level Foundational Energy with the highest quality methylfolate with the B-complex to supercharge it. Infowarsstore.com or 888 And then you stack on top of that 10-hour clean energy turbo force back in stock discounted. Next level. Get your next level financial energy. Get your turbo force now.